You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Support for this podcast comes from UCSF Medical Center. U.S. News and World Report has recognized UCSF Medical Center as the best hospital in California for neurology and neurosurgery, cancer, orthopedics, kidney care, diabetes and endocrinology, lung and respiratory care. UCSF Health, redefining possible. I'm Robbie Earl. Welcome to the Two Robbies podcast, sponsored by Land Rover. I've got my old buddy, Robbie Musto, at the end of the phone. We're going to discuss an eventful midweek of Premier League action. Musto, I've got to start at Anfield, six-goal thriller. Who did the draw sort of mean more for? Uh, I think uh, I think Liverpool. I, I think Arsenal, of course, will we'll probably take a point there at, uh, at Anfield. Difficult place to go. I thought the atmosphere was fantastic. Mm. The energy was the normal kind of energy you're seeing now with Jurgen Klopp's teams. But I think, you know, given the game, given the chances, the opportunities, the great goals, the defensive errors, etc., I still think that Liverpool will feel, feel better about getting that point. Yeah, I looked at the game before, Robin, and I was looking at the two teams, and there's 12 points in, in, in terms of where they sit in the table, but there's so much more in terms of development, of where they are on the road with, with Arsenal, that I just felt that, that Arsenal would go and, and probably look to, to take all three points, and I know there were only moments away with a late goal for, from Joe Allen but when you're top of the leaguers do you have to sort of finish those games off do they have to defend that last situation better to, to make sure they get all three points I, I you know what probably and yeah you know champions do that kind of thing but but I have to say Rob mm. I, I was super impressed with Arsenal super yeah. impressed you know some of the quality your guy up front that you, you <laughs> like and I, my I mean, category so much, we... A centre forward you mean <laughs> Yeah, the uh, the Giroud. Hey, listen, I'll give credit. He had an excellent game, mm. bloody good game. You know, held the ball up well. Some great turns, some great goals. I thought the thing that impressed me more, though, uh, Rob, was just the the late. I know they were kind of under a lot of pressure, but the way that they defended, yeah. the way that, yeah. that Joel Campbell mm. came back to make tackles, Özil popped back in there. Ramsey, I thought, was fantastic in the game. Firmino yeah. does, does does that sort of stuff, and and, and Mertesacker making blocks, Rob. Mm. I, I mean, in, in some ways, I'm frustrated for, for, for Arsenal fans because that was, I thought, a very strong all-round performance that, that almost got the three points. So I know mm. they didn't win it, and I know that you know they're still going to sit top of the league, joint top of the league, but I kind of, I'm almost more bullish on their chances of winning the Premier League mm. after watching the way that they played in a very difficult, frantic crazy pace game at Arsenal um, at, uh, at Anfield I thought they did very well I'm liking what I'm hearing Robbie Musto in Arsenal you're starting to trust and, and I agree with you Rebecca asked me before the game what's changed in this Arsenal team and I said for me it's the mentality and that's a collective mentality about trying to defend things about doing the ugly side of the game about doing the hard yards and so and that's why I think this time that, that Arsenal will go, go on, and, on to win it let's just quickly talk about Liverpool because as I look at Liverpool 
Well, Rob, at the moment, I see them as like what I call a cup team. I think on any one day, they can give the best teams in, 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 in this country a match. And Klopp's brilliant at setting his team up tactically against good opposition. But they are not yet ready for the consistencies that required. They need to sort out the centre-forward position. Ben Teke again on the bench. And Firmino was good today. And, and that's the kind of Firmino that Liverpool fans are going to want to see. But they're going to have to sort out, Rob, the getting goals. Getting goals has been a problem for them all season. Yeah, it has. But I like what Klopp said afterwards, Rob. He was honest about it. You know, we still... In fact, I think he said 60 or 70% yeah. was good. Mm. That's a big chunk that isn't good. And he, I think he appreciates mm. that defensively they're not strong. It's a funny goal again. For another set-piece goal conceded yeah. for them. Um, the only thing, you know, back on the positive for Liverpool... I mean, he, he has got the players and the fans really wanting to play for him. Now, what they, I know they've got the two-star attacking talents out at the moment, injured in Coutinho and Daniel Sturridge. You have to think when they come back and when, you know, whether it's January, whether it's the summer, they bring in some, some quality because they need some quality. Yeah. Um, they're a bit of a, as I would say, Rob, a bit of a huff and puff team. Mm. They've all this energy, but they don't quite have the quality to go with it. When that quality comes... I'm telling you, this team's going to go. They're yeah. going to fly because, because the, the energy, the emotion that he gets those guys to play with is pretty spectacular. But at the moment, the, the team, in terms of quality, is just not that good. No, I'd agree. And I think I, I said that I feel the players are like on probation for the next six months. They've got, they've got to find their way into his favour. But if, if you were Klopp, Rob, now, and, and you've got the kind of money, where on the pitch would you be concentrating on? Which area of the pitch is, is the most important? First, for me, is a playmaking central midfield player. Mm. A quality footballer, Rob. You know, yeah. like uh, what they've had, they've had a Gerrard to play yeah. the passes or yeah. a Xabi Alonso. Mm. A real technical little player that's going to make great decisions uh, and, and make good forward passes. That'd be number one. I think the centre-back. I'm still yeah. not yeah. sure about the central defender. They've got Girl. Stephen Corker. <laughs> They've got Joe yeah. Allen in the midfield. Actually, they don't need a midfielder. Big striker, Eddie. Cork the, the, a big striker. Yeah, and the Welsh, <laughs> the Welsh Pirlo. Listen, <laughs> let, let's move on, mate, because we, we, we've got yeah. times catching up. Let, let's go to St James's Park. Thriller up up at St James's Park. Another six goal thriller here. And here's a shout, Robbie Musto. Man United, you're not boring anymore. But <laughs> they did give three goals away, mate. I mean, what's a balance in this team? Do is, if they let things go and, and start to attack in the manner that, that we know, do they get leaky at the other end? Can he yes, get the do. balance right? Yeah, they do. They do get leaky. And, you know, I, I kind of laughed a little bit, Rob, because everybody, you know, has kind of reacted. This is better. This is what we want to see. <laughs> Poor Skulls, the ex-players give him a, such a hard time, yeah. comes out with, this is what United do. It was miles better. We score goals, United. Yeah, we might concede goals, but we score goals. Really? Is that the way to, to, to want your team to play? So you score some and you concede some? I mean, I, I, I get it. I got it why, why Van Gaal wasn't happy afterwards. You know, you, you, and you said it on the broadcast, Rob. 2-0 mm. up, see yeah. the game out, make yeah. the changes. You know, you went, they went ahead a few times and there was a very shaky nature defensively to Manchester United all the way through. So, listen, bigger picture with United on this particular game. Yeah. The team is not very good, Robbie Earl, is it? No. Fellaini in midfield, no. Herrera I thought had a bit of a nightmare. You got the young players, Martial didn't really turn up it's just not a very good team for a variety of reasons injuries uh, mm. the, the, the transition of players um, it's just that, I, that said mate that said then you said Manchester United would finish in the top four they sit outside of that now West Ham have gone above them in the league only by a point do you still think they, they can make it I'm not going to change my prediction Robbie Earl, but right at the start of the season I did say 
They'll finish top four, but I tell you what, I'm not very confident about it, given the squad Ooh. that they've got. So I still stay exactly the same right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not particularly confident, but I still think, you know, with him or without him, and I think over the next two or three weeks, I think it's going to reach a crescendo, mate. I think it's going to reach a crescendo. They've got a difficult game, yeah. of course, coming up um, next weekend as well, which is going to be extremely a, a big game. Liverpool versus Man United. Yeah, I want to get to that one, Anfield. mate. I think it's going to be a defining couple of weeks for them. Sunday, 8 a.m. Eastern time on NBCSN, a big one. Liverpool, Manchester United, there's always something on this game. Does Jurgen Klopp's men do, do a job on Manchester United or can United go there and, and shore things up a little bit about, but keep that attacking threat at Anfield? I think, I think Liverpool do a job on them. Mm. I think Liverpool, with that energy, that pace, the, the getting in the faces, the pressurising, United like to control it. They, they, they're not great at controlling it under great pressure. Liverpool will play with the same intensity and I think it'd be very difficult. And when you look at you know, Manchester United's ability to score goals and, and win games. Mm. You know, unless there's an end-to-end game like at St. James's Park, that game, wasn't, yeah. that game, by the way, wasn't about Man United changing their style. No. It was about Newcastle being gung-ho <laughs> and it becoming an end-to-end yeah, game with all the space game, in between. Yeah. And then United were good. Mm. I, I just, you know, on United, final thing on United for me, Rob, just right now is when I look at this team and you tell me, Where's the reliable goal scorers? Where's the where's apart from a, a fading? Well, I say fading Wayne Rooney. He's been he's mm, an excellent. He was a good recently, yeah. Where else are the goals going to come from? Where's well, your Premier League goal scorer? And I'm talking about in the team, in the squad, in the football club. Robert, Where? Robert, but, but I've said that in, in different units of the pitch. Chris Smalling's been outstanding for, for this year for, for Manchester United. But Chris Smalling of old, it revert, it reverted back to the Chris Smalling of old against Newcastle. I didn't see that. The midfield dominance, the midfield control that Manchester United needed at 2-0 up and at 3-2 up was missing. The, the experience of somebody to hold that team together. And you talked about it, the goals on there. So there's still problems for Louis van Gaal. And I think this is a bigger game for Manchester United on Sunday than it is for Liverpool. If Liverpool win, they'll go up the table a couple of places. If Manchester United lose, they lose ground on the top four and the pressure's going to start on Louis van Gaal again. To, to get into the top four. So, huge game, that one. Another team who were disappointed, Rob, this, uh, over the midweek, must be Tottenham Hotspur, who had a great chance to close the gap at the top of the table. Lost 1-0, late goal against Leicester. Bit of a miss, this one, for, for Pochettino and his team. Yeah, it really was, really was. I mean, it was a fantastic header from the and mm. Robert Hooth, bullet header into the roof of the net. And Harry Kane went very, very close a couple of times. But I- I'm surprised. I'm shocked at this result, I've got to say. I know that you... Come on, then, here we go. Here we go on your turnarounds. You, you he, stuck he, with them. Fair play to you, mate, because right now they look in good shape. They're joined top with Arsenal at the moment and ahead of Spurs in points there. But I, but I, You I know just, the question's coming, Robbie Mustard. I still don't think it's going to happen, mate. I you know the question's coming. You know the question's coming. You have now got to tell me, surely you've got to feel they can stay. They're, they're joint top of the table, Robbie Muster, with 21 games played. Surely they can stay in the top. They're nine pointers is it, ahead of, of Manchester United. Yeah, listen, they can. Yeah, they can. I'm still not, I'm not, I'm not, I don't think they will. I think that it will um, at some point drop away. I mean, I've got to say, you know, listen, if they, if they do it and, and prove me wrong mm. and you right, I mean, just, by the way, how big a story is that? Well, anybody who knows the game, Boy. anybody who knows the game knows they'll stay in there, Rob. I said, Vardy hasn't scored in five games. They're still getting results. It, it, it's no big problem. No big problem, mate. <laughs> Listen, let, let's go to another couple of games because there were so many over this midweek fixture list. Manchester City drawing at home to Everton. Not a draw either wanted. I 
I thought City had a great chance to shout of a penalty late on. Ryan Sterling and yeah. John Stone. Stone took him down, but disappointing draw for both teams. Everton have now drawn 10 games, does them no favours. Manchester City lose a, a bit of an opportunity to close a gap. I can't believe that City is still only three points off the top. <laughs> the way that they're playing, the way that the, 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 the injuries are still, the, the guys aren't back firing on all cylinders. Aguero, David Silva didn't start mm-hmm. this game. Um, it's just, it, it, you know, yes, I agree with you. It should have been a penalty later on. But the way that they are playing, they've got to thank their lucky stars. They're just three points behind. And again, I went for City, you went for Arsenal. I have to think that they're going to get better. I mean, I think with an Everton team that we've seen that defensively not so good, though I did notice that Bezic was playing alongside Bayer, yeah. which I think makes a big difference in terms of their defensive protection. Still disappointing. Stones at right back as well was interesting. But let's move to Chelsea because they allowed West Brom back into the game twice. A surprising week with Chelsea, yet to go back-to-back wins in the Barclays Premier League, so there's still that inconsistencies. How do you see things with, with, with Gus Hudding now in, in this club? What, what's their ambition? Well, the, the ambition should be to climb up the table. But, I mean, <laughs> I remember him taking over, and the first couple of games, there was the goals were going in, but they were conceding goals. This mm. is exactly the same. This is kind of Chelsea of of old, of, yeah. of, of pre-Mourinho, where they've got a lot of talent talent and good football and their players are enjoying it, but the, the balance isn't quite right. It's such a... You know, all these games, Rob, and, and we've got so many to, to, to look at, yeah. and preview, etc. My overriding theme is what an what a incredible tight line it is between success <laughs> yeah. and failure. Mm-hmm. The difference of, of winning regularly yeah. and, and not winning regularly is yeah. such a fine line. You've never seen it more illustrated with Leicester City winning today 1-0 at Spurs mm. and Chelsea against a West Brom team <laughs> that mm. they, you know, that normally you'd expect them to, them to, to bed, pulverise. Yeah. So it's just a, a crazy season and Chelsea, mm. even though they've got a different manager, still can't get a, a regular uh, few wins together. The leaders to a, a big game on Saturday, 10pm Eastern Times at Stamford Bridge. Chelsea take on Everton, Rob. Again, two teams who can't quite find their way. I just think that Chelsea have to have ambitions to try and make, I don't know, top six, top seven, have, have a focus in the league to keep them on their toes for the Champions League because if they don't, and the Diego Costa got involved with a couple of the West Brom players again, they need to keep him in control, Rob. He's going to be so important in the run-in, especially in the Champions League. What do you what, remember? Remember, I said about my worry about Chelsea Rob is that they, yeah, they, they might they're yeah. gonna think they ain't going to go down. They ain't going to go anything. Yeah. That the motivation Gus, to roll the sleeves well, up. Well, I be think there. that's why Gus Hiddink has done lots of. We can still finish in Europe. I think he's challenging the yeah. players to say, "Come on, yeah. I need to give them a target, something to focus on, because otherwise the league's going to fritter away." Let, let's quickly look at the bottom of the league, Rob, because Aston Villa. Let's give them a little bit crazy. Got their hey, only Rob, less... Rob. Before yeah. we do that, let's have a let's have a little prediction. I I think Chelsea. I, I think Chelsea beat Everton. 2-1. I'm going to go for a draw. Everton's 11th draw the scene. I think Everton can go there and relax a little bit. I think the pressure's on Chelsea. But again, okay. we, we just quickly want to look at, at the bottom of the table. Aston Villa, I want to give them a bit of love, their, their second win. I don't think they can get out of it. They play Leicester and West Brom the next two games. But if they won those, who would know? And then we have to look, Rob, at Swansea losing yeah. today to Sunderland 4-2. Alan Curtis has got the job now on the interim but basis till the end of the season. Do you see that as, as a decent uh, appointment? Because I said on the, on the show today, I'm a little bit worried. I think, fine if things are running OK, but if the, if the results start going the other way, as good a serving as he is, I think there's issues. Yeah, I mean, it, it's 
so different. He's the main man now. He's the man in charge. He's got to make some massive mm. decisions with yeah. team Upset selection players, going yeah. forward. I think we all agree that Gary Monk should still be the... Well, he was fired too early. I mean, obviously, it wasn't all him, the problems that they're having at the football club. And he's been there before. He's made them stronger mm. defensively. And he's, he's got them into a great situation in the league last year. I think it's a big risk having Alan Curtis, that the state of limbo, they're in a transfer market. Some of the players might want to leave. You know, who is he? Is he recommending new players? I think it's a big risk. And I'll tell you what, that is a shocking result mm. for Swansea City. And I noticed the next game, uh, Watford at home yeah. on Monday, Robbie. Mm. That's a massive game as well. It's our big game, Monday night football, Swansea v Watford, 3 p.m. kickoff. But go on, Margo, before we go, mate, do Swansea stay up? They're only a point above Newcastle and Sunderland now on 18 points. They're on 19, 17 spot. Could Swansea go down? They could absolutely go down. Absolutely could go down. You know, just when you think that Sunderland, you know, <laughs> Sunderland a couple of weeks ago, they mm. had a terrible performance and you think there's no way they can get out of it. Yeah. Now, they're absolutely close to, well, only one point beyond Swansea City, two behind Bournemouth. All those clubs down there, I mm. still think Chelsea are going to be fine, but yeah. Norwich, Bournemouth, Swansea, Sunderland, Newcastle, Villa, I'll tell you what, it's going to be what? a real race to the end. Do you remember what a story we started the season? We did some tactical stuff on Swansea and how well they were playing and oh. you were scoring and Gomez was scoring and Montero was flying. And now we're talking about a team going down. But that's, that's where fine we, line, Rob. Yeah, that's where we've got to leave it, mate, this week. But on a week where United didn't bore but ended up with a draw, that was a thriller at St. James's Park. And both Arsenal and Manchester City have to be happy with the point. We'll be back at the weekend with another podcast from Match Day 22 when Manchester United travel to Anfield in a game that always matters. And don't forget, you can listen to the Two Robbies radio show presented by Land Rover every Saturday, 5pm Eastern Time on NBC Sports Radio. Want to earn extra cash for the holidays? Amazon Flex is expanding in the San Francisco Bay Area. Opportunities in Richmond, Oakland, and Daly City. Earn around $20 to $27 an hour delivering packages with Amazon. All you need is a car, a smartphone, and some free time. This is a great opportunity to be your own boss, deliver when you want, and make extra money. With Amazon Flex, you'll have flexible hours and great earnings. To get started, download the app at flex.amazon.com. That's F-L-E-X amazon.com. You must be at least 21 years old. Limited opportunities available. Get started at flex.amazon.com. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.